0: Welcome to episode 125 of This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twim Show. I'm your host, Sajid Islam. Today, I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 5 uh, through 09, 2022. First of all, I'm going to jump into... blog post that meta the parent company of facebook has uh shared it basically uh, they have shared a uh, four ranking signals for videos on facebook and the four factors are originality audience retention let me see oh uh, i'm sorry In audience loyalty and engagement these are the four factors now let me dive a little deeper on what these four factors are on originality Facebook is saying their ecosystem values original content and encourages intentional and loyal consumption. Um, They want videos on their platform to be authentic, enduring and entertaining, uh, which can turn casual viewers into passionate fans or basically keep them more engaged and keep them more on the platform now having said that facebook did also or meta did also clarify that look sometimes we understand that you don't you will not be able to create your own content you will probably use someone else's content however you should put your own spin to it that's what they mean by originality audience retention is one of the indicators that they use on how well the content was received by the audience Uh, Slow and gradual decline in the audience retention graph can show that the topic and structure of the video match uh, well with what your audience wants to see, while an early drop-off may mean the content isn't what the viewer expected right and I'll get back to that point a little bit uh, in a few seconds the next thing I want to talk about is audience loyalty Uh, what Meta is saying that when people uh, regularly come back to view an account's videos they take it as a strong positive signal for distribution Um, and also this also means that you know when people are actively searching for your content or seeking it out first uh, video first destinations like Facebook watch directly on your account so if you have had if you have people or followers who go in and keep searching for your account for your videos they're going to basically give you uh, the uh, credits or the uh, good uh, cookies or, or sorry, brownie points let's just say brownie points for uh, having um, loyal audience being able to keep or retain, uh, retain audience and things like that lastly they have said engagement we prioritize content that sparks conversation meaningful interactions between real people now having i've said that Of these four, they also gave you a warning. You cannot use engagement baits, like such as urging people to interact with your contents, uh, such as writing captions, uh, like this post if you agree, comment below, things like that. They also discouraged you from using watch bait. Uh, inten- what they mean by that is intentionally withholding information to get viewers to watch to the end. Uh, to the end. If you were to t- ask me, I would say they probably look at it in a, how many people are basically scrolling forward to get to the uh, last bit of the you know video. And lastly, clickbait luring viewers to click on a link for information in, intentionally omitted from the video, like using one of those open loops and keeping them coming back and things like that. How Facebook will basically figure all these three things out? I do not know. I did touch on a, a little bit on the watch bait thing. Like, you know, if they keep seeing you, and my guess is if they keep seeing their viewers or your viewers or the video viewers are like, you know, fast forwarding to the end, they would probably take it as a sign that, you know, there is something happening, uh, Uh, in terms of watch bait Uh, with that folks that's it Uh, let's move on to the next topic in the next topic we have tiktok tiktok has announced that you know it's added a lot more data into the tiktok insights which gives you a range of snapshots and no uh, notes on key market trends which can help you filter down to specific info for your campaigns so what tiktok is saying hey we are adding regional trends now and this is going to help you with yeah, planning and you know doing a lot of things as the as we are quickly approaching the holiday season yeah it's september and they are already started planning the holiday season go figure so the best part is that you know and this is something i like really like about tiktok is that you know you can download the data as cards for use in your presentation or just in your own planning right a lot of the platforms they give you estimates and things like that and then you know you can't really uh pull it out you would have to do screen grabs and things like that tiktok on the other end and this is this was actually key for tiktok's platform to uh, in my opinion this was a, one of the key for tiktok's uh, explosive growth was that from the start when you had tiktok video you can go watch tiktok video you could download it you upload it and things like that. And for the longest time you know, i watched tiktok videos on their app and i was able to download videos without even having to sign up On the contrary, if you were to compare with Facebook or Instagram, I could probably see an account without uh, logging in for some time before they they just bring up this wall, like sign up, log into your account, blah, blah, blah. Forget about downloading the video. Uh, I can't even watch it, I can only see the thumbnails. So that's it for TikTok. Let's move on to the next update, which is Twitter has launched new workshop series to maximize your business presence. And this uh, workshop series are going to be run by uh, Twitter product marketing manager, Morgan Cornelius. These are free, by the way. It's in Twitter Flight School. The, uh, the link to these courses are going to be in our show notes. So check that out. Um, the other thing is the two courses are number one is how to establish your business on Twitter that will look at how to make best use of your Twitter's uh, Twitter's most recent business additions, including professional profiles and shops. And number two is get ready, uh, get holiday ready on Twitter. We will look more specifically at holiday marketing trends in the app and how you can tap into them to maximize your Christmas sales push. I like the first one uh, because Twitter has made some you know, changes recently, add-ons, things like that, fix uh, functionality, things like that. And if you're new to the Twitter game, uh, go ahead and check it out. That will really help. I'm not sure if you're going to go ahead and run campaigns on Twitter this holiday season. If you are, check it out. If not, skip it. Next up is YouTube. Uh, YouTube now allows sports betting on mastheads. They just changed the policy this week and obviously, you know, the... You know, the uh, the ads have to uh, follow YouTube's or Google's advertising uh, sports and gambling. Um, it has to adhere to the sports and gambling uh, rules. If not, obviously your ads are going to be disapproved. Um, eventually, if for repeated strikes, they're going to uh, delete your account or cancel, ban your account. Uh, we kind of covered that for some time in our podcast, so this should not be something new to you. Next up we have Google has uh, Google's helpful content rollout has been completed this was something we have covered uh, on the last two episodes uh, I believe episode 123 and 124 this being episode 125 so what again, helpful content update is a site-wide signal. It targets websites that have relatively high amount of unsatisfying, unhelpful content where content is written for search engine first. Google is looking for content that are, uh, you know, user-friendly or user-first, user human-first user human first content, right? If you really want to know, dig deeper on what helpful content is and what this algorithm change meant. And if you were getting, ding- if you get caught by this uh, algorithm update, what you should do, read or check, listen to the episode 123 where I go in depth in terms of talking about this just so that you know the helpful content algorithm update was started on September 9th and ended on August 25th and I believe you need to re- listen or watch listen or read episode 122 123 is when actually I said oh they just rolled it out and 122 is when I said okay they're gonna go do this which is the helpful content rollout Next up, uh, Google has shared best practices for creating quality meta descriptions. Uh, what are meta descriptions? Meta descriptions are what are used for snarch search snippets. Snarch, and what are snarch search snippets? Search snippets are the summaries and descriptions shown in the search results for sites that rank right and the data that is used to generate the search snippet traditionally comes from the meta description and sometimes the content itself so now google is listing four categories or four different types of good and meta bad meta descriptions you definitely wanna want to pay attention to this because look at the end of the day it doesn't matter how you're getting visitors whether it's paid or organic you definitely want to focus on this area okay So here, let me dive in. Number one, instead of just listing keywords, which is keyword stuffing, a lot of people do that. Google is saying, do not do that. Describe the business, not the web page, explains what the shop sells, what the business sells and add details like opening hours and location. Google wants that if it's the main page. And then instead of using the same description on every news article or blog post or every page on your website, use a snippet from the articles or post, right? Um, That's number two. Number three, summarize the page. So again, if you're talking about, let's just say, red leather jacket for children, you want to summarize that page and put it in your meta description. Lastly, number four is instead of being too short or broad and vague, which is like, you know, let's just say uh, mechanical pencil right, or running shoes, right? that really doesn't say a whole lot of things so you want to you want to be able to make it specific such as men's size 10 running shoes white men's size 10 running shoes made out of canvas or leather things like that so like you know amplify this is really really big um so um not a beg your pardon it's not amplify it's uh, expand right expand and really make it very easy for the google's uh, machine language or algorithm to understand what is it that page is talking about okay i believe that's it i will go ahead and put the link to the you know updated google's uh, this description of the link uh, best practice example in the show notes check it out if you have time next up Just a reminder, uh, because Google has reminded us all that, you know, smart shopping campaigns will be sunsetted and any new campaign starting from uh, the Google Merchant Center will be Performance Max. Uh, Should you upgrade to Performance Max? Uh, Should you not? It's totally up to you. if you don't do it, Google is going to automatically do it. Then the question is, should you run Performance Max? Again, it depends from account to account how much you're spending, what your business looks like, what who you're targeting, things like that. That is something I cannot really answer, um, you know, for everyone because it's too generic. But if you have any questions or if you have doubts or if you think Performance Max is the right campaign for you or not, go ahead and reach out right but alternatively I would say you know in the past I've seen in some clients account that um, you know smart shopping campaign does do well uh, to a certain point but it has to be supplemented with uh, Google um, search campaigns now if you're just starting from scratch I wouldn't really jump directly into smart shopping campaigns because you know you are just feeding a lot of money into uh, Google and because Google is going to take a long time to learn who your customers are, what you're selling, and things like that. That's all. Uh, let's let me stop right here, and we'll go to the next update. The next update is that Google has Google Ads has revamped the site, uh, their site on invalid traffic. Right. google has updated their invalid traffic side and invalid traffic is any activity that does not come from a real user with genuine interest it's basically it could include accidental leaks call, call, accidental clicks caused by intrusive ad implementation fraudulent clicking by competing advertisers advertising botnets things like that and google has given us provide provided us with 12 examples but they're saying this is not an exhaustive this is just an idea to say, get you started so the question might be in your, on your mind bill like, Sajid, why are you covering this on this uh, podcast or on the show is like i will tell you why number one most of the time we are on the other side other side of the, on this side of the equation where we are paying for our ads to be shown on different web properties across the web right uh, and by that i mean you know google search page on google search results page or it's going to be on someone else's side whether if they have you know if we're running display campaign we need to be aware of what's happening across the web and this is where you, why you should not do your ads by yourself you should have an ads person because the ads person especially if you're running a Google's display campaign you want to be able to go in and check where my ads are showing up and you should go and take a look at those sites and then you should like look at it here are some of the examples from Google does my ad show up onto sites that are you know that fall into any of these 12 categories or maybe more if so, Guess what? You're going to go ahead and file a ticket and ask Google to give you credit back. Why should you spend money on ads, on sites that are really deceptive, that are like really just draining you out? That's number one. Number two is, and this is one of the reasons why we don't like our clients to be on any of these platforms such as Wix or Squareflow. I rather prefer them to be on WordPress is because... If you have WordPress, we get access to the servers, web servers uh, log. I, we can track IP address. We can do log analysis and we can see, are we getting a lot of bot traffic or are we getting a lot of traffic or invalid clicks or like, you know, fake people just clicking on our ads. And we, once we do that, we again file a ticket on your behalf with Google saying, hey, Google, these are invalid. Here are the documentations. Here are the things. Go ahead and please create us back. Now, yes, you lost that opportunity to have that money being used towards. Uh, you know search results or ads on during that time but at least you get something back okay I hope this helps let's move on to the uh, last update of this week is that now Google has announced that they will reject ads with poor landing page experience now at market and grow we definitely do ads in and create landing pages that are really uh, you know uh, landing pages that are designed to convert but now Google is saying enough is enough we are going to go ahead and you know you know ding you and we will uh, reject ads or disapprove ads and we penalize you if you are having ads that takes you to our visitors to a landing page that has that has any oven of this number one is pop-up ads autoplaying video ads with sound ads that block visitors from seeing the main content uh, pre-steal and post ads with countdowns large sticky ads that stay on the page as the visitor scrolls ad density greater than 30 percent flashing animated ads Right, uh, and what we are going to do is, I am actually. This is such a big topic that I need to actually uh, create a separate video or a blog post on this topic but for now i want you to know is that if a good good rule of thumb to use is if an ad interrupts a visitor's browsing experience it's most certainly against the better ad standard and that basically means you are going to get dinged now with uh if you're unsure whether your ad whether your landing pages meets the standards or not google will inform you in the ad experience report so there is one more report for you uh to check out now again if you're a business person and you're busy running your business doing payroll you know running your team managing your things you know taxes things like that that's why you should have a google ads person now it might sound like of course Sajit, you're going to say this because you run you your company does google ads i'm not saying that even if you if facebook were to come out this, says you know what you cannot do facebook ads by yourself take it to someone else you are busy as it is like imagine if you had a restaurant and you didn't hire a bartender and you didn't hire a chef you didn't hire a person to you know seat your uh, guest as they come through the door and if you didn't have someone to take the food out from uh, you didn't have to hire someone to take the uh, order from your a restaurant uh, patron or a customer and you didn't have someone to take the food that the chef cooks to the table and you're doing it all by yourself what would people call you, right? You're trying to do too many things. But sometimes we often forget that and we try to do everything well in our business, especially because it's online business or it's e-commerce and things like that. And we run into issues and we are out of time. Okay. With that, what I'm going to do is in our show notes page, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the announcement that Google has said and also a link to the uh, Better Ad Standard check it out. Uh, and if you have any questions, of course, reach out, uh, reach out to us, go to marketandgrow.com, fill out a form, say, hey, we want to talk and pick my brain, uh, get on a you know, uh, call or send us a message and we'll take it from there. Already folks, that's it this, for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to the articles. Once again, this is your host Islam signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye.